Section 70 of the Book of Household Management. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Anna Simon. The Book of Household Management by Isabella Beaton. Recipes. Chapter 29. Part 4. To make a plain omelette. 1456. Ingredients. 6 eggs, 1 saltspoonful of salt, 1 third saltspoonful of pepper, 1 quarter pound of butter. Mode. Break the eggs into a basin, omitting the whites of three, and beat them up with the salt and pepper until extremely light. Then add two ounces of the butter broken into small pieces, and stir this into the mixture. Put the other two ounces of butter into a frying pan, make it quite hot, and, as soon as it begins to bubble, whisk the eggs, etc., very briskly, for a minute or two, and pour them into the pan. Stir the omelette with a spoon one way, until the mixture thickens and becomes firm, and when the whole is set, fold the edges over, so that the omelette assumes an oval form, and when it is nicely brown on one side, and quite firm, it is done. To take off the rawness on the upper side, hold the pan before the fire for a minute or two, and brown it with a salamander or hot shovel. Serve very expeditiously on a very hot dish, and never cook it until it is just wanted. The flavour of this omelette may be very much enhanced by adding minced parsley, minced onion or escalot, or grated cheese, allowing one tablespoonful of the former, and half the quantity of the latter, to the above proportion of eggs. Shrimps or oysters may also be added. The latter should be scalded in their liquor, and then bearded and cut into small pieces. In making an omelette, be particularly careful that it is not too thin, and, to avoid this, do not make it in too large a frying pan, as the mixture would then spread too much, and taste of the outside. It should also not be greasy, burnt, or too much done, and should be cooked over a gentle fire, that the whole of the substance may be heated, without drying up the outside. Omelettes are sometimes served with gravy, but this should never be poured over them, but served in a tureen, as the liquid causes the omelette to become heavy and flat, instead of eating light and soft. In making the gravy, the flavour should not overpower that of the omelette, and should be thickened with arrowroot or rice flour. Time. With six eggs in a frying pan eighteen or twenty inches round, four to six minutes. Average cost, ninepence. Sufficient for four persons. Seasonable at any time. Ham omelette, a delicious breakfast dish. 1,457. Ingredients. 6 eggs, 4 ounces of butter, a half saltspoonful of pepper, 2 tablespoonfuls of minced ham. Mode. Mince the ham very finely, without any fat, and fry it for 2 minutes in a little butter. Then make the batter for the omelette, stir in the ham, and proceed as directed in recipe number 1,456. Do not add any salt to the batter, as the ham is usually sufficiently salt to impart a flavour to the omelette. Good lean bacon or tongue answers equally well for this dish, but they must also be slightly cooked previously to mixing them with the batter. Serve very hot and quickly, without gravy. Time from four to six minutes. Average cost, one shilling. Sufficient for four persons. Seasonable at any time. Kidney omelette. A favourite French dish. 1458. Ingredients. 6 eggs, 1 saltspoonful of salt, a half saltspoonful of pepper, 2 sheep's kidneys or 2 tablespoonfuls of minced veal kidney, 5 ounces of butter. Mode. 
Skin the kidneys, cut them into small dice, and toss them in a frying pan in one ounce of butter over the fire for two or three minutes. Mix the ingredients for the omelette the same as in recipe number 1456. When the eggs are well whisked, stir in the pieces of kidney. Make the butter hot in the frying pan, and when it bubbles, pour in the omelette, and fry it over a gentle fire from four to six minutes. When the eggs are set, fold the edges over so that the omelette assumes an oval form, and be careful that it is not too much done. To brown the top, hold the pan before the fire for a minute or two, or use a salamander until the desired color is obtained, but never turn an omelette in the pan. Slip it carefully onto a very hot dish, or, what is a much safer method, put a dish on the omelette and turn the pan quickly over. It should be served the instant it comes from the fire. Time, four to six minutes. Average cost, one shilling. Sufficient for four persons. Seasonable at any time. To make a plain sweet omelette. 1,459. Ingredients. Six eggs, four ounces of butter, two ounces of sifted sugar. Mode. Break the eggs into a basin, omitting the whites of three. Whisk them well, adding the sugar and two ounces of the butter, which should be broken into small pieces, and stir all these ingredients well together. Make the remainder of the butter quite hot in a small frying pan, and when it commences to bubble, pour in the eggs, etc. Keep stirring them until they begin to set. Then turn the edges of the omelette over to make it an oval shape, and finish cooking it. To brown the top, hold the pan before the fire, or use a salamander, and turn it carefully onto a very hot dish. Sprinkle sifted sugar over, and serve. Time from four to six minutes. Average cost, ten pence. Sufficient for four persons. Seasonable at any time. Omelette au confiture, or jam omelette. 1,460. Ingredients, six eggs, four ounces of butter, three tablespoonfuls of apricot, strawberry, or any jam that may be preferred. Mode. Make the omelette by recipe number 1,459, only instead of doubling it over, leave it flat in the pan. When quite firm and nicely brown on one side, turn it carefully onto a hot dish, spread over the middle of it the jam, and fold the omelette over on each side. Sprinkle sifted sugar over and serve very quickly. A pretty dish of small omelettes may be made by dividing the batter into three or four portions and frying them separately. They should then be spread each one with a different kind of preserve and the omelettes rolled over. Always sprinkle sweet omelettes with sifted sugar before being sent to table. Time, four to six minutes. Average cost, one shilling tuppence. Sufficient for four persons. Seasonable at any time. Omelette souffle. 1,461. Ingredients. Six eggs, five ounces of pounded sugar, flavoring of vanilla, orange flower water, or lemon rind, three ounces of butter, one dessert spoonful of rice flour. Mode. Separate the yolks from the whites of the eggs, add to the former the sugar, the rice flour, and either of the above flavorings that may be preferred, and stir these ingredients well together. Whip the whites of the eggs, Mix them lightly with the batter, and put the butter into a small frying pan. As soon as it begins to bubble, pour the batter into it, and set the pan over a bright but gentle fire. And when the omelette is set, turn the edges over to make it an oval shape, and slip it onto a silver dish, which has been previously well buttered. Put it in the oven, and bake from twelve to fifteen minutes. Sprinkle finely powdered sugar over the souffle, and serve it immediately. Time, about four minutes in a pan, to bake from 12 to 15 minutes. Average cost, one shilling. Sufficient for three or four persons. Seasonable at any time. 
Bachelor's Omelette. 1,462. Ingredients. 2 or 3 eggs, 2 ounces of butter, 1 teaspoonful of flour, a half teacupful of milk. Mode. Make a thin cream of the flour and milk, then beat up the eggs, mix all together, and add a pinch of salt and a few grains of cayenne. Melt the butter in a small frying pan, and, when very hot, pour in the batter. Let the pan remain for a few minutes over a clear fire. Then sprinkle upon the omelette some chopped herbs and a few shreds of onion. Double the omelette dexterously, and shake it out of the pan onto a hot dish. A simple sweet omelette can be made by the same process, substituting sugar or preserve for the chopped herbs. Time, two minutes. Average cost, sixpence. Sufficient for two persons. Seasonable at any time. Orange cream, 1,463. Ingredients, one ounce of isinglass, six large oranges, one lemon, sugar to taste, water, half a pint of good cream. Mode. Squeeze the juice from the oranges and the lemon. Strain it and put it into a saucepan with the isinglass, and sufficient water to make an all one and a half pint. Rub the sugar on the orange and lemon rind, add it to the other ingredients, and boil all together for about ten minutes. Strain through a muslin bag, and, when cold, beat up with it a half pint of thick cream. Wet a mould, or soak it in cold water. Pour in the cream, and put it in a cool place to set. If the weather is very cold, one ounce of isinglass will be found sufficient for the above proportion of ingredients. Time, ten minutes to boil the juice and water. Average cost, with the best isinglass, three shillings. Sufficient to fill a quart mould. Seasonable from November to May. Orange Creams 1,464 Ingredients 1 Seville orange, 1 tablespoonful of brandy, a quarter pound of loaf sugar, the yolks of four eggs, one pint of cream. Mode. Boil the rind of the severe orange until tender, and beat it in the mortar to a pulp. Add to it the brandy, the strained juice of the orange, and the sugar, and beat all together for about ten minutes, adding the well-beaten yolks of eggs. Bring the cream to the boiling point, and pour it very gradually to the other ingredients, and beat the mixture till nearly cold. Put it into custard cups, Place the cups in a deep dish of boiling water, where let them remain till quite cold. Take the cups out of the water, wipe them, and garnish the tops of the creams with candied orange peel or preserved chips. Time, altogether, three quarters of an hour. Average cost, with cream at one shilling per pint, one shilling seven pence. Sufficient to make seven or eight creams. Seasonable from November to May. Note, to render this dish more economical, substitute milk for the cream, but add a small pinch of isinglass to make the creams firm. Seville Orange Citrus Vulgaris This variety, called also bitter orange, is of the same species as the sweet orange, and grows in great abundance on the banks of the Guadalquivir in Andalusia, whence this fruit is chiefly obtained. In that part of Spain there are very extensive orchards of these oranges, which form the chief wealth of the monasteries. The pulp of the bitter orange is not eaten raw. In the yellow rind, separated from the white spongy substance immediately below it, is contained an essential oil which is an agreeable warm aromatic, much superior for many purposes to that of the common orange. The best marmalade and the richest wine are made from this orange and from its flowers the best orange-flower water is distilled. Seville oranges are also preserved whole as a sweetmeat.
Orange fritters. 1,465. Ingredients. For the batter, a half pound of flour, a half ounce of butter, a half saltspoonful of salt, two eggs, milk, oranges, hot lard or clarified dripping. Mode. Make a nice light batter with the above proportion of flour, butter, salt, eggs, and sufficient milk to make it the proper consistency. Peel the oranges, remove as much of the white skin as possible, and divide each orange into eight pieces, without breaking the thin skin, unless it be to remove the pips. Dip each piece of orange in the batter. Have ready a pan of boiling lard or clarified dripping. Drop in the oranges, and fry them a delicate brown from eight to ten minutes. When done, lay them on a piece of blotting paper before the fire to drain away the greasy moisture, and dish them on a white doily. Sprinkle over them plenty of pounded sugar, and serve quickly. Time, 8 to 10 minutes to fry the fritters, 5 minutes to drain them. Average cost, 9 pence. Sufficient for 4 or 5 persons. Seasonable from November to May. A pretty dish of oranges. 1,466. Ingredients. Six large oranges, a half pound of loaf sugar, a quarter pint of water, a half pint of cream, two tablespoonfuls of any kind of liqueur, sugar to taste. Mode. Put the sugar and water into a saucepan, and boil them until the sugar becomes brittle, which may be ascertained by taking up a small quantity in a spoon and dipping it in cold water. If the sugar is sufficiently boiled, it will easily snap. Peel the oranges, remove as much of the white pith as possible, and divide them into nice-sized slices, without breaking the thin white skin which surrounds the juicy pulp. Place the pieces of orange on small skewers, dip them into the hot sugar, and arrange them in layers around a plain mould, which should be well oiled with the purest salad oil. The sides of the mould only should be lined with the oranges, and the centre left open for the cream. Let the sugar become firm by cooling, Turn the oranges carefully out on a dish, and fill the centre with whipped cream, flavoured with any kind of liqueur, and sweetened with pounded sugar. This is an exceedingly ornamental and nice dish for the supper-table. Time, ten minutes to boil the sugar. Average cost, one shilling eightpence. Sufficient for one mould. Seasonable from November to May. To make pancakes. 1467. Ingredients. Eggs, flour, milk. To every egg allow one ounce of flour, about one gill of milk, one-eighth saltspoonful of salt. Mode. Ascertain that the eggs are fresh. Break each one separately in a cup, whisk them well, put them into a basin, with the flour, salt, and a few drops of milk, and beat the whole to a perfectly smooth batter. Then add by degrees the remainder of the milk. The proportion of this latter ingredient must be regulated by the size of the eggs, etc., etc., but the batter when ready for frying, should be of the consistency of thick cream. Place a small frying pan on the fire to get hot. Let it be delicately clean, or the pancakes will stick, and when quite hot, put into it a small piece of butter, allowing about a half ounce to each pancake. When it is melted, pour in the batter, about a half teacupful to a pan five inches in diameter, and fry it for about four minutes, or until it is nicely brown on one side. By only pouring in a small quantity of batter, and so making the pancakes thin, the necessity of turning them, an operation rather difficult to unskilful cooks, is obviated. When the pancake is done, sprinkle over it some pounded sugar, roll it up in the pan, and take it out with a large slice, and place it on the dish before the fire. Proceed in this manner until sufficient are cooked for a dish, 
then sent them quickly to table, and continued to send in a further quantity, as pancakes are never good unless eaten almost immediately they come from the frying-pan. The batter may be flavoured with a little grated lemon rind, or the pancakes may have preserve rolled in them, instead of sugar. Send sifted sugar and a cut lemon to the table with them. To render the pancakes very light, the yolks and whites of the eggs should be beaten separately, and the whites added the last thing to the batter before frying. Time, from four to six minutes for a pancake that does not require turning, from six to eight minutes for a thicker one. Average cost, for three persons, sixpence. Sufficient, allow three eggs, with the other ingredients in proportion, for three persons. Seasonable, at any time, but specially served on Shrove Tuesday. Richer Pancakes, 1,468. Ingredients, six eggs, one pint of cream, a quarter pound of loaf sugar, one glass of sherry, a half teaspoonful of grated nutmeg, flour. Mode. Ascertain that the eggs are extremely fresh. Beat them well, strain and mix with them the cream, pounded sugar, wine, nutmeg, and as much flour as will make the batter nearly as thick as that for ordinary pancakes. Make the frying pan hot, wipe it with a clean cloth, pour in sufficient batter to make a thin pancake, and fry it for about five minutes. Dish the pancakes piled one above the other, strew sifted sugar between each, and serve. Time, about five minutes. Average cost, with cream at one shilling per pint, two shillings threepence. Sufficient to make eight pancakes. Seasonable at any time, but specially served on Shrove Tuesday. Peach fritters, 1,469. Ingredients, for the batter, a half pound of flour, a half ounce of butter, a half saltspoonful of salt, two eggs, milk. Peaches, hot lard or clarified dripping. Mode, Make a nice, smooth batter in the same manner as directed in recipe number 1,393, and skin, half and stone the peaches, which should be quite ripe. Dip them in the batter, and fry the pieces in hot lard or clarified dripping, which should be brought to the boiling point before the peaches are put in. From eight to ten minutes will be required to fry them, and when done, drain them before the fire, and dish them on a white doily. Strew over plenty of pounded sugar, and serve. Time, from eight to ten minutes to fry the fritters, six minutes to drain them. Average cost, one shilling. Sufficient for four or five persons. Seasonable in July, August, and September. Peach. The peach and nectarine are amongst the most delicious of our fruits, and are considered as varieties of the same species produced by cultivation. The former is characterized by a very delicate down, while the latter is smooth, but, as a proof of their identity as to species, trees have borne peaches in one part and nectarines in another, and even a single fruit has had down on one side and the other smooth. The trees are almost exactly alike, as well as the blossoms. Pliny states that the peach was originally brought from Persia, where it grows naturally, from which the name of Persica was bestowed upon it by the Romans, and some modern botanists apply this as the generic name separating them from amygdalus or almond, to which Linnaeus had united them. Although they are not tropical, they require a great deal of warmth to bring them to perfection, hence they seldom ripen in this country, in ordinary seasons, without the use of walls or glass. Consequently, they bear a high price. In a good peach, the flesh is firm, the skin thin, of a deep bright colour next the sun, and of a yellowish-green next to the wall. The pulp is yellowish, full of highly flavoured juice, the fleshy part thick, and the stone small. 
too much down is a sign of inferior quality. This fruit is much used at the dessert and makes a delicious preserve. Pears à la Lamande. One thousand four hundred seventy ingredients: six to eight pears, water, sugar, two ounces of butter, the yolk of an egg, half an ounce of gelatine. Mode: peel and cut the pears into any form that may be preferred, and steep them in cold water to prevent them turning black. Put them into a saucepan with sufficient cold water to cover them, and boil them with the butter and enough sugar to sweeten them nicely until tender. Then brush the pears over with the yolk of an egg, sprinkle them with sifted sugar, and arrange them on a dish. Add the gelatine to the syrup, boil it up quickly for about five minutes, strain it over the pears, and let it remain until set. The syrup may be coloured with a little prepared cochineal, which would very much improve the appearance of the dish. Time, from twenty minutes to half an hour to stew the pears, five minutes to boil the syrup. Average cost, one shilling threepence. Sufficient for a large dish. Seasonable from August to February. Molded pears. 1,471. Ingredients. Four large pears or six small ones. Eight cloves, sugar to taste, water, a small piece of cinnamon, a quarter pint of raisin wine, a strip of lemon peel, the juice of a half lemon, half an ounce of gelatine. Mode. Peel and cut the pears into quarters. Put them into a jar with three-quarter pint of water, cloves, cinnamon, and sufficient sugar to sweeten the whole nicely. Cover down the top of the jar, and bake the pears in a gentle oven until perfectly tender, but do not allow them to break. When done, lay the pears in a plain mould, which should be well wetted, and boil half a pint of the liquor the pears were baked in with the wine, lemon peel, strained juice, and gelatine. Let these ingredients boil quickly for five minutes, then strain the liquid warm over the pears, put the mould in a cool place, and when the jelly is firm, turn it out on a glass dish. Time. Two hours to bake the pears in a cool oven. Average cost, one shilling threepence. Sufficient for a quart mould. Seasonable from August to February. Pineapple fritters, an elegant dish. 1,472. Ingredients, a small pineapple, a small wine glass full of brandy or liqueur, two ounces of sifted sugar, better as for apple fritters number 1,393. Mode. This elegant dish, although it may appear extravagant, is really not so if made when pineapples are plentiful. We receive them now in such large quantities from the West Indies that at times they may be purchased at an exceedingly low rate. It would not, of course, be economical to use the pines which are grown in our English pineries for the purpose of fritters. Pare the pine with as little waste as possible, cut it into rather thin slices, and soak these slices in the above proportion of brandy or liqueur, and pounded sugar for four hours. Then make a batter the same as for apple fritters, substituting cream for the milk, and using a smaller quantity of flour. And, when this is ready, dip in the pieces of pine, and fry them in boiling lard from five to eight minutes. Turn them when sufficiently brown on one side, and, when done, drain them from the lard before the fire. Dish them on a white doily, strew over them sifted sugar, and serve quickly. Time, five to eight minutes. Average cost, when cheap and plentiful, one shilling sixpence for the pine. Sufficient for three or four persons. Seasonable in July and August. Pineapple. The pineapple has not been known in Europe above two hundred years, and has not been cultivated in England much above a century. It is stated that the first pineapples raised in Europe were by Monsieur Lacour of Leiden, about the middle of the seventeenth century. 
and it is said to have been first cultivated in england by sir matthew decker of richmond in kensington palace there is a picture in which charles the second is represented as receiving a pineapple from his gardener rose who is presenting it on his knees plain fritters one thousand four hundred seventy three ingredients three ounces of flour three eggs a third pint of milk mode mix the flour to a smooth batter with a small quantity of the milk stir in the eggs which should be well whisked and then the remainder of the milk both the whole to a perfectly smooth batter and should it be found not quite thin enough add two or three tablespoonfuls more milk have ready a frying pan with plenty of boiling lard in it drop in rather more than a tablespoonful at a time of the batter and fry the fritters a nice brown turning them when sufficiently cooked on one side drain them well from the greasy moisture by placing them upon a piece of blotting paper before the fire dish them on a white doily sprinkle over them sifted sugar and send to table with them a cut lemon and plenty of pounded sugar time from six to eight minutes average cost fourpence sufficient for three or four persons seasonable at any time potato fritters one thousand four hundred and seventy four ingredients two large potatoes four eggs two tablespoonfuls of cream two ditto of raisin or sweet wine one dessert spoonful of lemon juice four teaspoonful of grated nutmeg hot lard mode boil the potatoes and beat them up lightly with a fork but do not use a spoon as that would make them heavy beat the eggs well leaving out one of the whites add the other ingredients and beat all together for at least twenty minutes or until the batter is extremely light put plenty of good lard into a frying pan and drop a tablespoonful of the batter at a time into it and fry the fritters a nice brown serve them with the following sauce a glass of sherry mixed with the strained juice of a lemon and sufficient white sugar to sweeten the whole nicely warm these ingredients and serve the sauce separately in a tureen the fritters should be neatly dished on a white doily and pounded sugar sprinkled over them and they should be well drained on a piece of blotting paper before the fire previously to being dished time from six to eight minutes average cost ninepence sufficient for three or four persons seasonable at any time raspberry cream one thousand four hundred and seventy five ingredients three quarters a pint of milk three quarter pint of cream one and a half ounce of isinglass raspberry jelly sugar to taste two tablespoonfuls of brandy mode boil the milk cream and isinglass together for a quarter hour or until the latter is melted and strain it through a hair sieve into a basin let it cool a little then add to it sufficient raspberry jelly which when melted would make a third pint and stir well till the ingredients are thoroughly mixed if not sufficiently sweet add a little pounded sugar with the brandy whisk the mixture well until nearly cold put it into a well-oiled mould and set it in a cool place till perfectly set raspberry jam may be substituted for the jelly but must be melted and rubbed through a sieve to free it from the seeds in summer the juice of the fresh fruit may be used by slightly mashing it with a wooden spoon and sprinkling sugar over it the juice that flows from the fruit should then be used for mixing with the cream if the colour should not be very good a few drops of prepared cochineal may be added to improve its appearance time a quarter hour to boil the cream and isinglass average cost with cream at one shilling per pint and the best isinglass three shillings 
sufficient to fill a quart mould. Seasonable with jelly at any time. Note. Strawberry cream may be made in precisely the same manner, substituting strawberry jam or jelly for the raspberry. End of section 70